The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Welcome to Best Search Strategies, presented by EngineReady. EngineReady doesn't just use the best search strategies, they create them. Please welcome your hosts, the Vice President of EngineReady, Brian Lewis, and the CEO of EngineReady, Jamie Smith. Welcome to the Best Search Strategies presented by EngineReady. Thanks for joining us. I'm Jamie Smith, CEO of EngineReady, and I'm joined by my co-host, the Vice President of EngineReady, Brian Lewis. Hey, Jamie. Glad to be on Best Search Strategies. You know, this is a real exciting time for us, uh, launching the Best Search Strategy shows. And uh, I know you're real busy getting ready for a couple of conferences. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about the Best Search Strategy shows? Sure. Yeah, it's a concept that Webmaster Radio and I, uh, or us, came up with uh, to help educate, train, and keep search marketers current with all the changes um, and, and advanced strategies that are evolving uh, and features that become available. Uh, so we just want to have uh, uh, some guest speakers in addition to um, our power users and, and executives at Engine Ready help educate and teach um, search marketers out there. The show is going to be airing the third Wednesday of every month at 6 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So we're excited to do this show with Webmaster Radio, um, but this show is going to be focused on a very new development in Google AdWords that's been released called Google Product Extensions. Uh, tell us a little bit about um, what is uh, Google Product Extensions, uh, why you think they're going to be so significant in how the search results change and how PPC advertisers promote their products. Well, Jamie, you know I've been around the office. I've been pretty excited about the Google Product Extensions. Uh, they've been out now for a couple months, and I really think that it is perhaps one of the largest developments that we've seen in Google AdWords perhaps ever since uh, AdWords has come on board as a, an online marketing tool. Uh, the, the opportunities that are now given marketers, e-commerce marketers, as a result of Google product extensions is really phenomenal. And uh, all you e-commerce marketers out there should be jumping on this right away. We're going to be talking uh, exactly what Google product extensions are, how to take advantage of those, how you should be altering your PPC strategies and, and your SEO strategies. And from, from my understanding, the Google product extensions are, are somewhat tied to Google Shopping or the Google Merchant Center. Uh, why don't you give everyone the, the brief definition and, and specifically uh, what they are or how they would be applied? Well, the Google product extensions allow you, Jamie, to show your product beneath your AdWords ad. And, and, and some of the listeners may have already seen this. And, and an example is uh, if you do a search on, let's say, the word personalized pens, uh, you'll see in the AdWords-sponsored listings, uh, the top two or three listings, or perhaps even all three of the top listings, depending on when you're doing your search, underneath the ad, there'll be a box with a plus in it, uh, and Google appropriately calls that a plus box. And uh, what, what the text is that's next to that plus box, it allows you to look at product images that are associated with that AdWord ad. So for the first time now, AdWords advertisers can actually show product images and even pricing on the Google search page. Now, now how is this different from uh, image search results or just being able to display images versus text? Well, 
think of the power that you now have with not only uh, you know having the limitations, of course, of the 70 characters that we've always had, but now we can actually show discrete product images. So, for instance, if, if someone's looking for, to use the personalized pen example, if someone's looking for a Parker pen and, and you're an e-commerce uh, company that sells Parker pens, you can show the different images of, of the Parker pens. And I think what, what it'll do is it'll actually bring a better qualified visitor to your site. Uh, if, you're, if you're in the market for a, a Parker pen, you may have something particularly in mind. And when you're looking at a traditional Google AdWord ad, you have no idea what the product's going to look like. You don't really have any idea of what the product availability is like. Now, by clicking on that plus box, you will see images, and you'll also see pricing. So I, I think it's a real win-win situation where it'll, it'll provide a better uh, visitor or shopping experience for the searcher as well as more high, highly qualified traffic to the advertiser's site. Excellent. Yeah, I'm looking at the example you showed here. Uh, I searched in Google, personalized pens, uh, and sure enough, the first and the third listing had a plus sign. Uh, when I click on that plus sign, I'm, I'm shown six uh, products, images with a brief title, and then the price. Um, so uh, this is exactly what you're talking about, correct? Yeah, and, and, and the nice thing is, is that uh, you're not going to be charged your cost per click when a, a searcher clicks on that plus box to expand the listing. You're only going to be charged as an advertiser the click cost when the searcher clicks on either the headline of your ad or one of those images. So don't feel bad. You just didn't charge uh, one of those companies uh, a bunch of click charges by expanding their, their plus box. Brian, I think we've been working together too long because the question that I was hoping to ask you next was how are advertisers charged? <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, when, you, when you think about the, the, the different possibilities now that this brings about as far as how is a searcher going to interact now, that the whole experience from typing that keyword phrase in to where they see the, the actual ads. Now, remember, they're not going to see those images right away, so that's another user interaction uh, will we start seeing perhaps ads that try now where the call to action is maybe to get people to click on that plus box? What do you think about that, Jamie? Where in the title and description you're asking the user, um, you know, see our showcase products below, you know, click the plus sign. Is that what you're describing? Yeah, yeah. I wonder if that's, if that's a strategy that's, that's worth testing. I think so. Yeah, we'll see. One thing I did notice before we did the show is I, I tried to find some different examples. It looks like they're being very, Google is being very conservative in, in which keywords and products they are implementing this. Do you know when it will be fully adapted, or is this still something that's being alpha or beta tested? Uh, what I've read on the, uh, the, the Google AdWords blog is that this is available to all e-commerce advertisers and AdWords. What's surprising to me is the slow adoption because, again, I think this is, this is a huge, huge development. I mean, we have been uh, constrained and, and really frustrated from a marketing point of view by having 70 characters to try to tell the world why our products are so much better, to try to get them to come to our site and sell them on our site and, 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 and uh, you get a conversion out of that. And now it's a whole different story. So I, I'm a little bit surprised that uh, there hasn't been more buzz about it and that we're not seeing those plus boxes for every single AdWords listing. And there, there is a little bit of technical work that goes in, involved, or that's involved with getting your products into your Google AdWords account. Now, when you talk about 
the fact that you're a little surprised there's been a slow adaption. Um, how is this implemented for the listeners out there? How does the how does the advertiser get their products listed? And I, Jamie, I think that's the key point. Is, is probably why it really hasn't been been adopted one hundred percent through. Is that the way it has to be done is is really through uh, something that's kind of non traditional to just a pure AdWords advertiser, and that's uploading the product feed to a Google Merchant Center. Now, I say that that's something that's that might be unusual to an AdWords advertiser, but on the other hand. If you sell products through Google AdWords, you've had the opportunity for quite a few years now to list your products for free in the Google Merchant Center, which uh, also is as known as, as Google Base. Uh, so for those people who, for those uh, advertisers who have a feed already that they're uploading to the Google Merchant Center, it's really just a very easy process to get your AdWords account to recognize that feed. Uh, there's a, a couple things that you're going to want to keep in mind because you're now optimizing this feed to, to please the AdWords algorithm, uh, which for detailed products is not a problem. For instance, the example where I said Parker Pens, usually when you're selling a Parker Pen, you're going to have the word Parker Pen in your product description. I think where the real opportunity is in the generic keywords like personalized pens, because a lot of uh, products may not have something like that, a generic term already built into their, their product name or their product description. And that's where, you know, a little bit of, uh, of, of research and, and, uh, and legwork is really pays off to make sure that you're covered on those generic keywords. Great. Yeah, unfortunately, it's time for a, a quick break. Um, but when we return, we're going to be discussing what should PPC marketers be doing uh, and also how do you track this, uh, the importance of tracking. Um, so as, uh, as soon as we come back from this break, uh, we'll be continuing our discussion on Google product extensions uh, and, and what should be done as a PPC marketer. But before the break, I just wanted to remind the listeners this best search strategy is presented by Engine Ready. Engine Ready doesn't just do the best search strategies. We create them. Uh, you can find out more at EngineReady.com. In addition to our resource tab, if you go to EngineReady.com, underneath our resource tab, you'll find a um, some industry studies that we've done on SEO versus PPC, uh, call tracking studies in addition to what's the most profitable position. So it's a great resource for those search marketers out there uh, if you have time to go uh, engineready.com, and we'll be right back after this small commercial break. Stay tuned for more Best Search Strategies. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with ConversionCritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic tools give you the ingredients to create high converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit conversioncritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.conversioncritic.com. Friend Finder. Friend Finder. The world's largest online dating network. Featuring over 100 million profiles at hot sites such as Passion.com and FastCupid.com. Represents enormous profit-making opportunities for webmasters just like you. With Friend Finder's ability to geo-target and provide billing solutions in most languages and currencies, you are sure to find our comprehensive network to be a good friend to your wallet. Get more traffic-maximizing details now at FriendFinder.com. 
Are you tired of standing around while everyone gets rich? Want to be an affiliate marketer that makes six figures online every month? Then let me introduce you to MediaBuyersCoach.com. MediaBuyersCoach.com, recently launched by Carl Fiorentino and Will Hamrell, will give you the tools and the knowledge that will make you money. They've been training affiliates for over five years now and are experts in their field. If you haven't been approved by a CPA network, then get approved through our own CPA network. If you're new to affiliate marketing or want to expand into other areas, let Carl and Will at MediaBuyersCoach.com give you the tools to begin and the knowledge to succeed. Sign up and start making money today at MediaBuyersCoach.com. That's MediaBuyersCoach.com. Ecom Experts, Mondays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. We now return with Best Search Strategies, presented by EngineReady.com. EngineReady doesn't just use the best search strategies, they create them. Here are your hosts. Welcome back. We're talking about product, Google product extensions on the best search strategies. I'm Jamie Smith, EngineRay CEO, and we're joined by EngineRay's Vice President, Brian Lewis. We've been discussing the impact uh, Google product extensions is having uh, specifically on your AdWords account, um, and we left uh, talking about uh, what should PPC marketers be doing, Brian? Well, there's a lot of things they should be doing, and the first thing is is they got to make sure that they're doing a, a Google product feed. Again, as I was saying in the previous segment, most e-commerce marketers should already be doing a Google product feed because they'll get free exposure on, on Google Base, Google Shopping. Uh, now there's definitely a much, much stronger reason to do that. So they're going to want to make sure they get that entire product feed, all their products, uh, into the right format and uploaded it to the Google Merchant Center. It's, it's r- really a rather uh, painless uh, process to go through. Once they do that, then there's going to be a little bit of optimization involved. And the optimization is, is uh, for more of the generic keywords. As I was mentioning before, uh, for people who's, who are searching on the generic terms, such as high-def television, personalized pens, where they're not actually putting a product name or model number in there, since that might not be in your... Uh, Google product feed as the, as the product name or in the product description, you're going to want to make some changes there so that Google AdWords knows that those products are indeed uh, an, a high-def TV or personalized pen or whatever, whatever the, uh, the generic keyword phrase that, that's appropriate uh, for your industry. But, you know, uh, Jamie, you're, you're one of the, uh, the well-thought-of web analytics tracking gurus, and I know I, I can see your brain ticking from here about all the the different tracking ramifications and the importance of tracking. Uh, Why don't you share with us what's going on in that brain of yours? (laughs) Well, before the break, we talked about how advertisers can get their products listed and benefit from this new feature. Uh, But you're absolutely right. If you're not tracking down to profit or at least cost per acquisition, uh, you may find that uh, these product extensions hurt your overall ROI, which most likely is not the case. Um, but what I would recommend on the tracking side um, is to do what you're doing already in terms of using tracking strings, um, y- unique codes uh, to differentiate paid and organic uh, search traffic, and then add tracking strings in your Google product feed. Uh, that way, uh, when you are you know, looking at your analytics and you see that we did get some clicks uh, from the Google product extension, and not only did we receive clicks, but those clicks converted um, into sales, uh, then you can back out how much you paid for those charges in AdWords to make sure it is a profitable campaign. 
and you know that uh, that Google already is going to do some tracking for you, but you're still going to want to make sure uh, that your that your uh, web analytics are configured with that with that query string because uh, Google will not talk will not sh- give you any data on conversions. But uh, I don't know, Jamie, if you've seen the list of the reporting metrics that Google does give you, uh, but it's awesome. I'll, I'll just read off a few of them here. Uh, again, remember, this, these, these are called plus boxes because they have a, a, a plus inside of a box. And here are some of the things that Google will measure for you. Uh, the number of times that your plus box shows up, uh, you, know, you might think that that's going to be 100% of the time, but uh, maybe the Google algorithm, which is still relatively new with this, doesn't show, you, uh, doesn't show your plus box all the time. So you're going to get a, a feel for how often that plus box actually shows for each keyword phrase. You're going to also be able to see how many times people click on that plus box to expand your products, again, by keyword phrase. Uh, you're going to be able to see uh, the number of times that people click your headline even after they've expanded your, your, uh, your plus box. So let's say they do a search, your ad pops up, they click on the plus box, there's your products, and yet they still go back and click your headline. Uh, you're also going to be able to see what the, how often people are actually expanding your, your plus box. Uh, the wealth of information here, as I was mentioning before, for a break, is that it really is changing the whole user experience now for searchers. And I think there's a wealth of data, and with a wealth of data that's actionable, there's a wealth of opportunities available to marketers to take this data and really start seeing some much, much better performance out of their AdWords account. Now, Brian, you brought up an interesting point on the um, statistics that they're going to be showing you. Do you know how they're going to be presenting that data? Uh, within AdWords, you, you obviously see your impression data on the pay-per-click side, and you said they'll, they'll be showing you what percentage uh, of those impressions will, will include the plus box. Is, is it going to be a percentage that out of your 100,000 impressions that you receive for this keyword, uh, X percent of the time your plus box was shown, or do you know how those statistics will be displayed? Yes, they'll be showed. They'll be showed in, in your keyword report. So as you run your keyword report, it's just one of the uh, options. Actually, it's a few of the options down at the very bottom of the keyword report, and it will show by keyword uh, the the number of times that you, that the plus box actually showed by keyword, and the percentage of the times that your plus box showed the percentage that of the time that people actually clicked on those. And it's okay. also then going to show when people click on those particular images. Then, as you said before, Jamie, you're going to want to make sure that your analytics are set up correctly because that's when you can go back with your unique query strings and look at the conversion data. Okay, great. And before the break, we talked about the impact that this new feature has on PPC, um, but I think it may be more uh, impactful on the organic SEO side. Uh, what impact, if any, do you think the product extensions will have on SEO efforts um, or even the, the SEO search results page? Well, Jamie, if you, if you have your screen still up there with a, a search, if you happen to do a search and the top three paid listings all have plus boxes, if you click on each of those plus boxes, that first organic listing is falling pretty low, isn't it? Yeah, it's, I mean, there's only one listing that I can see above the fold if I open up all Actually, this example, I'm only opening up two uh, of the top three, and there's one organic listing that I can see above the fold. Yeah, so, you know, traditionally marketers have, have thrown around the percentage of, of 20 to 25% of searchers that come the paid listings versus organic listings. 
But you've got to wonder, is, is that going to change now? Because the organic listings are, are going to start taking almost a little bit of work on the, on the user's part to actually see. So on the search results page, uh, assuming that uh, the visitor does not open up the plus box, you've still lost a little bit of visibility, uh, just the fact that they've added that additional real estate of the plus box and that tagline show products uh, from, uh, you know, this example, discountmugs.com for personalized pens. So they've added that text in the plus box, which has expanded the uh, top three listings uh, sponsored link box. So you're, you're, you're slowly but subtly uh, um, doing the Google sneak attack of uh, pushing down uh, organic rankings and, and forcing advertisers to pay again, to pay more. Yeah, and, you know, if you're number one, it may not be that dramatic, but if you're number six or number seven, uh, let's say that, you know, in the, previously you were just barely uh, above the fold. I mean, now you're going to be pushed way down there. So, you know, there's a couple ways that, that, that the SEO folks can, can try to, to counter this or more, instead of countering, more take advantage of it as an opportunity. And that is to, to research which keyword phrases are not generating plus boxes because perhaps those, key, those keyword phrases might be a little bit more opportunistic to optimize because they're not going to be pushed down as far on the page. And so we know right. that, that some of the real popular keyword phrases where we're going to be seeing those three plus boxes, um, you know, do we, want, do we want to shift some of that effort of optimizing those keywords and some of the keywords where plus boxes don't traditionally show up? Again, it's going to depend on how good of those keywords are for uh, producing traffic that converts on the advertiser site. If we need to step away for a quick commercial break, uh, I'm Jamie Smith uh, presenting the best search strategies today with Brian Lewis, Vice President of Engine Ready. And when we come back, we're going to be discussing the impact this new feature has on affiliates um, and, and if the Google product extension uh, will impact them and, and how they, uh, they can combat that. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Stay tuned for more best search strategies. Anyway, I ask. That's right, ma'am. Anyway, you ask. Let me get this straight. If I wanted your CEO to deliver my check while juggling flaming machetes on the back of an Asian elephant, all I have to do is ask? Correct. With in-demand affiliates, you can tell us exactly how you want your payouts, and we will deliver. God, uh, could you hold on for a second? Someone's at the door. <coughs> wow, you weren't kidding. We are in demand. You can be too. Sign up today at the letter ndemandaffiliates.com. How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers, ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. So you're telling me your affiliate program on the local Pages Affiliate Network is performing as well as your handicap? Absolutely. Thanks to their top-tier XML feed, I'm able to monetize all of my traffic. They handle all of my volume to anywhere in the world. Plus, I also get high cost per click and the most exclusive of advertisers to work with. You should join the club. Sounds good. I can't wait to join. 
But first, let's work on that tee shot. Use the power of local pages. With over 5 billion searches per month and the largest database of paid search listings, let Local Pages Affiliate Network personalize your account and give you the search tools and solutions you need. Become a Local Pages Affiliate today with localpages.com. Join marketing to women expert Maria Retan as she chats with those in the know so your business can grow. Purse Strings, Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the advertising channel. Only on webmasterradio.fm. We now return with Best Search Strategies, presented by EngineReady.com. EngineReady doesn't just use the best search strategies, they create them. Here are your hosts. We're back on Best Search Strategies, presented by Webmaster Radio and hosted by Jamie Smith, Engine Ready CEO, and today we have Brian Lewis, Engine Ready Vice President, on. And we're discussing the impact of Google's latest feature, uh, product extensions, um, and, and more importantly, how that is going to affect PPC advertisers. We discussed earlier its impact on SEO and search engine optimization, and now we're going to briefly discuss the impact it has on affiliates. Uh, Brian, what does this do, uh, if anything, on uh, affiliates' uh, ability to, to monetize and, um, and promote? Well, as you know, Jamie, this, the whole Google product extensions is still in an embryonic stage, and so it's, it's real early to really draw too many conclusions as to which groups are going to benefit the most. You know, as far as affiliates, if they're not carrying the products themselves on their site, I don't see really much of a benefit directly to them uh, because they're not going to be able to show those images. Now, that's not to say that uh, the bright affiliates out there aren't going to find a way to capitalize on Google product extensions, but at least that's my, my initial take is I'm not sure really what they can do since uh, they don't have those products and images directly on their site. Okay. So do you think that's going to translate into a negative or positive experience for power affiliates? Well, you know, I've been, I've been hearing uh, at, at the affiliate conferences the last year or so that, you know, the Google's aim is to be perhaps the largest super affiliate out there. And, and uh, you know, I don't know if this is going to make the super affiliate's job uh, a little bit more difficult. Uh, I think what it will do is the same thing that it's going to do for the SEO marketers and PPC marketers. It's going to simply change the way that we have been marketing in the past, uh, but hey, we're online marketers. We're used to change. Things change every day for us, right? Especially in Google. <laughs> yeah. So the the other question I had, Brian, is um, we're, we're talking about the the Google uh, product extensions and the impact on PPC and SEO. But does this uh, because it's only tied to products for all those searches out there that do not include a um, e-commerce product that you can buy online in terms of lead generation. Uh, do they get affected by this at all? And is there any advantage or disadvantage to lead generation promotion? Uh, from what I've seen so far, Jamie, I really don't see any way that lead generation companies can take advantage of this. Uh, on the other hand, I have seen some early screenshots of uh, some opportunities that may be coming down the pike for lead generation companies that advertise through AdWords. I've seen a couple screenshots where uh, below the AdWords ad, there would be a field for uh, a zip code or uh, another type of call to action. 
So I, I think that we're probably not too far from the day when lead generation companies will also have something in place there of the, uh, the Plus Box or the Google product extensions to help them out, to help them drive more quality, profitable tra- traffic to their site, and also to help uh, the, the visitor experience, too. And er- earlier in the show, we, we talked about the importance of analytics and tracking. Uh, once you have implemented uh, this uh, Google product extension and you're tracking it, what, if any, uh, optimization or um, testing uh, are you able to do? Is there an optimization strategy to, um, you know, is this still tied to compressing images and writing better titles and descriptions? Uh, What do you recommend uh, once you are up and running, uh, if any, some optimization strategies? Well, you know, I'm I'm almost as much of a numbers geek as you are, Jamie, and I, I think it all comes back to looking at the metrics and seeing how how those searches and how those visitors are reacting, you know, we you, we may get better quality traffic, we may not get better quality traffic, and I think what we're going to have to do is a lot deeper analysis into what those visitors who, for instance, click on the plus box and then arrive at our site via one of those image ads, how are they behaving differently than the traditional AdWords uh, uh, users that we used to come to our site only from from clicking on the headline and. Uh, I think that it's really going to open up a lot of uh, a lot of possibilities on start on, on further testing, uh, A/B testing of landing pages based on whether someone's clicking on the headline of your ad or someone's clicking on uh, the product image itself. And, and just to be clear, uh, if if I open up a, an AdWords account um, uh, and I also have a Google Merchant account where my products are in Google Shopping. Do I have to make the link between my Google Shopping feed and my AdWords, or will they automatically start to show up? You have to make the link in two places, both in your Google. You have to go into your Google Merchant Center and tell them there, and there's a a nice uh, user interface form for this. You tell them there that you want to link this to an AdWords account. Then you go into your AdWords account and say, hey, I want to link products from my Google Merchant Center. It asks you for your account IDs. And other than that, it's relatively painless. Okay, great. Uh, well, we're, we're coming to the end of the show, and I, I do want to make sure the listeners are aware of the future shows. Um, I know we have some coming up on uh, the competitive intelligence research, uh, keyword research and competitive intelligence, uh, landing page optimization, landing page testing strategies, SEO versus PPC. Are there any future shows you think would be really important for listeners to tune into? Well, definitely next month's show on competitive intelligence. I think it's, we're going to really uncover uh, some of the latest strategies and the latest tools on finding out exactly the keywords, the ad creative, the landing pages that your competitors are using, in addition to setting up alerts on whenever your competitors change any of those types of factors. Uh, I, I think there's some really u- useful information in there. Great. Well, thanks a lot for talking about the Google product extensions and how that fits into Google Merchant Center. Um, Brian Lewis, Vice President of Engine Ready, is going to be speaking in London February 15th and 16th at the Search Engine Strategy Show. Uh, you'll be back here in San Diego speaking at Search Engine Strategies San Diego, which is powered by Online Marketing Summit, OMS, February 22nd. Um, and maybe, Brian, if you could give the listeners your contact information if, if they have future questions about implementing um, Google product extensions. Sure. My email address is brian, B-R-I-A-N, 
at EngineReady.com. And my Twitter handle is at I'm Anonymous. And I also wanted to uh, remind the listeners, too, that Jamie is also going to be in London on, uh, on February 15th speaking, and he'll also be in, uh, in San Diego at the uh, OMS slash SES show. And, and uh, the panels that we're, that we're, we're going to be hosting at both of those shows, one of them is SEO versus PPC, and it's a, it's a really great debate-type session uh, where, uh, where the panelists really get into some, some interesting, heated uh, debates about whether SEO or PPC is better in certain situations. So if you're around the UK or San Diego, I, I uh, strongly suggest that you try to make that event. Great. Well, hopefully the listeners can join us next time on Best Search Strategies. Uh, we'll, be, we'll be discussing the most effective competitive intelligence tools and techniques in the, in the uh, search marketing space. The new episodes on webmasterradio.fm every third Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Uh, and you can also find the archives of these episodes at webmasterradio.fm inside the Search Marketing Channel or on iTunes. So thanks for, all, for listening. I'm Jamie Smith with Engine Ready. For more information, go to webmasterradio.fm or engineready.com. Talk to you soon. Have a great day. Go San Diego Chargers. Go San Diego Chargers.